0: Thanks for tuning in to this episode, BBB Presents On-The-Spot Mantras for CEOs in the Game, featuring Tia Rochelle, founder and CEO of Johnny Spot Concierge. BBB's Sarah Kemmerer talks with Tia about resources available to Black and women-owned businesses, the power of representation, and how to evolve as a business in the shifting sands of 2021. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. Today, I am thrilled to be joined by Tia Rochelle, founder and CEO of Johnny Spot Concierge. Johnny Spot is a minority women-owned business that provides corporate concierge and lifestyle management services to those juggling busy lives. Tia, thank you so much for joining me today. Hello, and thank you so much for having me. How are you? I am doing just fine. How are you? I am well. I am doing just fine. I am happy to be here today with my dear friends (laughs) at the Cincinnati BBB. Wonderful. Well, we're so happy to have you on the show today. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It's always a pleasure to be here with you all. So, Tia, I thought you would actually be the perfect guest today to talk about what it's like to be a minority women small business owner. And we know that there's definitely this growing movement to make sure that women and minorities have the resources to help them start a business. So first, can you just tell me a little bit about your business and industry you're in and tell me about you? Absolutely. So um, again, I'm Tia Rochelle. I am the founder and CEO of Johnny Spot Concierge. And um, my business is really, it was created to really help souls with busy lives. And, you know, I'm sure everyone out here is saying, okay, that doesn't make sense because we all have busy lives. Well, of course we do. Um, But so we were created to really support uh, everyday individuals in their with their lifestyle management, and we were also created to support um, the professional environment with business concierge support. And so, right now, where we are in our professional journey is that we are actually providing um, business concierge and professional support services. And so, what that is is just think about us as your everyday. Tactical support team. Think about us as your office hands. Think about us as your administration team, your executive assistant team. Think about us as your first. Ref- Unit, the unit that you're going to send on the ground, the ones that you're going to send in to do the work that no one else does. That is who Johnny Spot Concierge is, yes. and that is what we're known for. And we're the ones that we go in, and we are the ones that is always Johnny on the spot, there to do the work um, that no one else, you know, either wants to do or they don't have the hands and the resources to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's that's really where we have found that our, that that we serve the greatest purpose. Uh, not only with within the um the professional um environment, but we also found that within the personal, you know, lifestyle management services. Mm-hmm. We don't do much on the personal home front anymore, but we still do have some clients that that really value our services in mm-hmm. the in the personal lifestyle management, you know, home front right. Um, uh, section. Right. Well I like how you brought up that you don't do as much in people's personal lives. Anymore as you did, um, when you first started your business. And before we've actually previously spoken, I have never met someone who works in the concierge industry. So just by hearing what you're talking about, I am absolutely fascinated by the work that you all day, but the work that you do every single day. So since starting your business just a few months before the pandemic hit, has that changed your business model and all? Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. And how it have really you evolved and adapted. Yeah. So, you know, for those that knew us before, so let's talk pre pandemic, right? So we're gonna talk mm-hmm. in the terms of pre pandemic and post pandemic. Not really post, because we're still in the pandemic. But it. pre pandemic Yeah, we're we're still in it. <laughs> but pre pandemic, you're right. We were we were more lifestyle management services. And when you think about lifestyle management services, that really involves anything that surrounds your personal affairs in your everyday life. And so that is really my personal sweet spot. If you think about concierge services, right? So I traveled the world. I had the the, the privilege and the pleasure and the the utmost opportunity, the, it was just amazing. I had the, the the opportunity to travel the world with my leaders and my corporate in my previous life, right, in corporate to travel the world with all of the leaders that I supported and to support them in a concierge environment um, and, and providing for them um, and supporting them as their executive assistant, as their concierge, um, and, and providing for them and anything that they need it, right? And so if you think about a concierge, a concierge is someone that will be there for you, that will support you right where you are if you need um, if you need lifestyle services, if you need a car, if you need car service, if you need um, you know, white glove service, whatever it is that you need, they will be there right on the spot for you. Um, and so I wanted to bring that high-level service down, um, you know, that luxury service down to the everyday individual here at a very economical price point. And so that's what Johnny spot was originally created for. We did that, and we brought that down to our community here in Cincinnati, uh, to the everyday working professional, to the everyday, you know, working mom and dad, to the stay-at-home mom or dad, to the... To the, you know, to the homeschooler, to, to the corporate, um, corporate, you know, man or woman, mm-hmm. or, or, you know, to the teacher, you know, yeah. so we had services that could do your laundry for you. They could come and clean your house for you. They could plan an event for you. They could go and, you know, do grocery shopping for you. So those were the lifestyle management services that Johnny Spot offered. They could run errands for you. That was all pre-pandemic. Once the pandemic hit, um, unfortunately, that model did not stand. It did not, mm-hmm. you know, withstand the pandemic. Um, number one, because of safety reasons, we could not, uh, we did not want to endanger any of our clientele. And we did not want to endanger our staff either by allowing them to go in and out into the homes of the clients and, you know, to be interacting in those close proximities. It was just, you know, it was it was too risky. And so we did that business model did not stand. But, you know, wherever there is, you know, you know, we were faced with a little bit of an obstacle, but I'm telling you, we are all I'm a woman of faith and everyone on our team is a woman. Or we are all On our team, it's predominantly women. We do have some men on our team. But we are all people of faith. And Mm -hmm. I will say that we prayed and God turned that thing around. And I'm telling you, we thought that it was over. And when I tell you, although the personal lifestyle management went down, we saw a surge in the business support services. Mm -hmm. And so our business concierge services skyrocketed. And so when you think about that, right, So the businesses, they still had to survive. These Mm -hmm. businesses were out here, although they had to lay people off, although you saw on the news every day how the businesses were closing and, you know, the small businesses, small business community was hit very hard. And you saw the the big corporations and the unemployment rate skyrocketed. These companies still had to operate. Although they were doing mass layoffs, they still had to do work and to produce. And so, what we did not foresee was that they would be calling little old Johnny Spot to do the work for them. Mm-hmm. And right. so, that's what happened. They started reaching out to us saying, Hey, we need you all to do XYZ for us because we no longer have the staff to do it. We no longer have the resources to produce the level of work that we were once doing, because now we've laid off 2,000 employees. Mm -hmm. And so that's how we were able to pivot during the pandemic. Right. Gosh, what a story. Who would have thought you'd be here just a year after launching? (laughs) Yeah. We we just hit our one-year anniversary on January the 4th of 2021. Mm -hmm. And when I tell you, it is nothing but God that we are still here. We -hmm. did not go under. Um, I was talking to my accountant, and, you know, she said, I'm telling you, Tia, she said, you guys, you know, you didn't make a million dollars. You you know, you're probably just, (laughs) you know, you flatlined out. But when I tell you, you know, I didn't take a salary at all this year, but when I tell you, you are lucky, she said, you guys are lucky. Because a number Mm -hmm. of businesses that, you know, there were a lot of businesses that, that unfortunately had to shut their doors, and we did not. And, yeah, right. and, and, you know, and, and just that alone, that alone showed that we were blessed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm so happy to hear about your experience. So, we know that Johnny Spot is a BBB accredited business, but you're also certified with the Cincinnati Regional Chamber, the African American Chamber, the Cincinnati USA Convention and Visitors Bureau, and heck, you're even a certified travel ambassador. So, did this networking and even like finding a mentor through these organizations help you establish your business early on? Um, I would absolutely say that it did. Um, all of those absolutely helped me to establish our you know business early on. But one of the one of the places that I I must give credit where credit is due, and anyone that knows me knows that. Um, I am one that that will scream to the mountaintop. Mm-hmm. Those who have helped and paved the way, and those shoulders that we stand upon. Um, I will always and forever be so very grateful to one one organization in particular that you did not speak, and that mm-hmm. is Centrifuge. Centrifuge has been the number one supporter of Johnny Spot Concert. They have supported us. Uh, Pete Blackshaw, John mm-hmm. Steger, Elisa Smith—they have supported Johnny Spot Concierge. Ruth. And for those listening, awesome. um, well, for those listening, can you tell us a little bit what Centrifuge is? Yeah, so Centrifuge is the—they're um, a nonprofit organization, and they are the kind of the leaders of the Cincy startup. Environment. Mm -hmm. Um, They are the, they support the, um, I would say, tech and tech enabled startups. And they support them really from any stage of their startup journey. Um, They also, um, they are Greater Cincinnati's number one tech startup hub. It's funny you bring that up because I wanted to kind of go off of that and ask how important it is to network through the startup community and entrepreneurship community of whatever city you're in. So did you find that it was easier to open your business after getting involved in this community? Um, absolutely. So I would say that after I got connected with Centrifuge, mm-hmm. I found that it was so much easier to navigate through the startup, since the ecosystem, uh, okay. not only Centrifuge, but the Women's Business Center, they are. Mm-hmm. They also sit downtown with Centrifuge,
1: and mm-hmm. they
0: have been phenomenal. They're all located in Union Hall. They have been phenomenal. Um, Ella Fry and uh, Mari Griffin. They have just been. They just wrap. They wrap resources around you. And it's free. I mean when the business center I mean well they're not they have like a paid you know um yearly membership, but I mean mm-hmm. at the end of the day the the amount of resources they put around you it is just invaluable, well,
1: and it then, sounds and like the, you
0: you bring up so many examples of these resources that are out there for people to use, so I feel like it's reaching out to these resources really betters your chance of getting oh through even if, a pandemic or no pandemic. <laughs> whatever comes, oh, you're crazy. right. are so, you know what, th- when, when people come to me and say they don't know how to, um, there's no help out there, I-, I really challenge them on that. So it sounds like you can't move a mountain on your own. You absolutely can't move a mountain on your own. And another thing, a closed mouth doesn't get fed. If you <laughs> right. sit back and don't open your mouth and ask for help, then you, of course, you're not going to get anything. You're not going to get anywhere. But if you... If you are not afraid to go and to participate and to go out to various events and networking opportunities and to actually raise your hand and ask Mm -hmm. questions and introduce yourself and to speak up, you would be surprised at how much support people will put around you. So I really like how you talk about getting your name and your face out there and making sure people know who you are and the brand that you represent. So I kind of wanted to change paths a little bit and reflect on your personal experiences. So do you think your experience as a business owner would be different if you weren't a minority small business owner? Well, you know, um, I would probably say yes. I do Mm -hmm. think that. I do think that my experience as a business owner would be different. I do think that there are hurdles that I face every day because of um, me being a black woman. Um, I do think there are challenges to that. I do think there are stigmas that are associated with that. I do think there are barriers that are associated with that. However, um, I will say this, that that has never stopped me from achieving any level of success that I've ever achieved. There were stigmas and barriers and challenges associated to that when I worked at Procter & Gamble, and I still got to where I wanted to be. There were stigmas and challenges and barriers when I worked at GE, and I still got to where I wanted to be, and I traveled the world, and I went to other countries, and I lived all over. I mean, it was amazing, and I still did what I wanted to do. So no one can stop me from doing what Tia wants to do. You may be able to delay me, (laughs) but you will never deny me. And if you don't want to give me a seat at your table, I will build my own damn table Mm -hmm. and invite who I want to have at my table. (laughs) Well, I love the pride that you have um, when sharing the importance of representation and the pride you have in being a minority-owned business. So. Kind of going off of that a little bit, in what ways are you changing the game for BIPOC? Because I feel like you don't expect to see that BIPOC representation in the professional service industry. First of all, what is BIPOC, ma'am? Because I have no idea what you just said to me. Yeah. For those of us out there who are are unashamed to let the world know, I don't know everything, so I'm going to raise my hand. What's BIPOC? So I think BIPOC is a newer term. So it's an abbreviation, and the letters for BIPOC are B-I-P-O-C, and that Mm -hmm. stands for Black Indigenous People of Color.
1: And I think that's
0: a, it's like a branch term to use when describing representation, making sure that everyone is represented. So in what ways are you changing the game for BIPOC representation? You know, I think that I am changing the game for um, BIPOC and, or I'm just gonna say, for Black people and especially Black yeah. women, especially and for you know, just minority women um, and minority people of color. I think that I'm changing the game because I am helping us to understand that we don't need an invita- we don't need an invitation to be here. Mm-hmm. We don't need anyone to invite us here we have everything within us to already be here. We already have the right to be here. We have the right to establish ourselves here. We have the right to build right wherever we want to be. And we have the right to stand up right next to whoever we want to be stand next to. And, you know, if you want to establish yourself in this lane, establish yourself. If, you know, I, I tell people, and people don't really understand this, um, I worked um, in my last role in corporate America. I was very blessed to, to do some phenomenal things and to see some amazing things. And I traveled the world, and I and I sat with some people that people you would only dream, okay, of being around. Mm-hmm. These people were brilliant. These people were like, I mean, just people you could only dream of being with. And little old me only had an associate's degree. I I, I don't even have a bachelor's degree. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, you know, but, but when you think about it, if I would have allowed someone to tell me that I could not have gotten a job, I could not have done this because I didn't have a degree, I didn't have this level of credentials, or I didn't have that level of credentials, or I didn't have this, that I would have never done that, what if I would have allowed that mentality to get in my mind and I would have just mm-hmm. knocked myself and said, Oh, I can't do it because I don't have that. Mm-hmm. Well, and earlier, I know you brought up the quote of building your own chair. And you said to me actually earlier in a previous conversation that if there isn't a spot at the table, then you build your own chair and you make room. And I feel like that perfectly aligns with what you're talking about right now. So can yeah. you talk about what it means to build your own chair? Yeah, and 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 honestly, and the way that I really see it is that I will either build my own chair, mm-hmm. and I'll make room at the table, and if I don't feel that I want to sit at that table, I will just make my own table, and I'll and I'll and I'll and I'll start my own table. Seriously, mm-hmm. because um, you know I don't I I really the way that my mindset works is that there is room under the heavens for us all. Under the sky, the sky is big. I've done, I do a lot of flying, right? And I've flown to the, uh, to the Middle East. I've flown to Italy. I've flown to Paris. So I've been in the sky a lot. And there is so much room for everybody. So everybody doesn't need to really sit at one table. There is so much room for everybody. So I mean, if there's not enough room at this, at this table for me, why not just come over here and let's establish another table and let's invite more people to this one and then let's establish another one over here. Right? So we don't mm-hmm. really have to have everyone sitting at one table because if we have everyone at one table, then that then then that really limits our thinking and our capabilities. Why not grow and continue to expand and continue to expand the possibilities? Mm-hmm. So I just you know, I don't believe in that. I just don't believe in limiting things. I believe in, in, in continuing to evolve and continuing to you know to expand our beliefs, I can t- I, I. I just believe in, in growth. I really mm-hmm. do and I just don't believe that I'm, that I'm that I'm that I am supposed to fit in anywhere. I believe well, I, yeah. Okay, yeah, okay. I just believe go, that go I ahead. you know that I was not born to fit in to a table. Mhm. I was born to stand out, girl. Well, <laughs> yeah, You're right. <laughs> I think we all can attest to that. So and as we're kind of at we're headed towards the end of this episode and I wanted to continue to talk about your beliefs and how you how you believe that you should represent your brand and how you should feel about what you're bringing to the table. And I always love to ask about guests to share their advice. So what's some what's some advice that you have for people who are thinking about starting their own business or are maybe still in their first year of being open? You know, I would say go for it. I would say, you know, if anything, what 2020 has shown us is that tomorrow is not promised. Mm -hmm. And I think that is the biggest takeaway for me. That is where I'm at right now in my own personal life. I am at the point right now to where, um, you know, if anyone has heard the phrase, scared money don't make money, um, you got to go for what you know and, um, but also, in that same respect, you gotta develop a plan, you gotta plan your work, and you gotta work your plan okay, and so yeah. you really have to um you have to you have to just sometimes you gotta you gotta have that faith and you gotta jump out on faith and do it. You are never ever going to be a hundred percent ready, and if you always say, "I just gotta wait till I'm ready i gotta wait you're never gonna have enough money." You're never going to have enough money. You're never going to be 100% prepared. You're never going to be 100% organized. Mm-hmm. You will never be 100% ready to start a business. Yeah. Never. And I, I feel like at so that just point, once you... Yeah. You just, I mean, you literally just have to... It, if you feel the urge in your spirit and you know that there is something nudging you saying it, it's time, then you need to do it. Because you don't know if you'll ever get that opportunity again you're so right. You just kind of have, you're never going to be prepared. And when you are prepared, I feel like you have grown past that idea already and you kind of missed your spot. Yeah. And if you miss that opportunity, see, there are key windows in, in life that you are supposed to take a leap. And if you don't take a leap in that opportunity, see, you never know when, 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 you know, there's a life opportunity for you. Because if you were supposed to take a leap and there was someone waiting on the other side of that opportunity to connect with you, and you miss it, you don't know when there are be under when the next one is gonna mm-hmm. come. That's right. So if you miss that, if you miss that key spot, that key opportunity, you don't know when the next one's gonna come. So I would just say, you know, plan your work, work your plans, but you better pay attention because if anything, 2020 has shown how many people were here one day and gone the next. That life is. Life is not certain, and mm-hmm. I'm telling you, you have to really plan your work, work your plan, and you know, you just have to, you know, live your life every day, and you just need to go for it. Awesome. And well, those are Tia, thank you for the wisdom. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tia, thank you so much for joining me today. It has been such a pleasure to have you on. Oh, thank you so mm-hmm. much. And if, if we all have learned thing, we have learned what bipoc means. If we could take away one thing from the – We know what BIPOC means. (laughs) Thank you so much, Sarah. It has been such a pleasure, and we all love our Cincinnati Better Business Bureau team. You all are so near and dear to Johnny's spot concierge and our family. You are so near and dear to our hearts. So thank you for having us, and anything that we can ever do to support you all, you know that we are always here. Oh Well, that warms my heart. Thank you so much. Thank you. I'm Sarah Kemmerer with your Cincinnati Better Business Bureau, and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to this episode of BBB Presents. Until next time, connect with BBB Cincinnati on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Don't forget to check out local businesses and do your part by leaving reviews at BBB.org.